live from the apocalypse welcome to episode 99 of state of the game we are the opposite gravitational point from vlad tv it's the opposite <laughs> we're just talking to people nice um i am the yakov Pertle of the hip-hop blogosphere dano <laughs> uh, and my Dejounte murray k diggy um, mm. is here and he's you know i i was excited for you to hang out with our guest he was excited because he was like i love queso cheese i hope he loves <laughs> queso cheese and i'm like you know, it, it'll come up naturally. Relax. And so we're, 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 we're but, um, so our, our guest gives very good advice. Don't clean your fingernails with a Metro card. Uh, you know, grow up, listen to people more. Uh, it, it's wonderful. This is Lord Queso. He put out more mm-hmm. chores. Uh, and and I, I can't get, get enough. I can't get enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. It was really the second listen that really ex- just blew my mind. I'd agree. Mm. So how's the first listen? So I am on a, a wonderful, like, Gang PTP is my Yoda. I've expressed this. Love Gang. And I'm on, like, a gang list of where he, like, he'll hit me with some shit before, you know? And so he was, he hit me with that. And I listened to it. And I'm like, this is a good vibe. It's cool. Uh, but then Big Flowers was putting on for that shit. I was like, I got to go back to this, you know? Uh, and that second listen was, that's when it was like, all the textures come out. You start to hear everything. Uh, oh, it, oh. So, so, Kay, how did listening to more chores compare? your listening experience with listening to two chains dope don't sell itself <laughs> you, you know what i'll say is you're more relatable than two chains will ever be now <laughs> at this point uh so it, it just felt like it's like you said that vibe like with two chains it felt like he was trying to make a hit like it was very like mm-hmm. you can tell that he's he's trying to make a product um but with Lord Kazo, it was more like, it was more, it felt more organic. Like if I'm comparing the two, it's more organic. You're just living your life and you're just happen to be rapping about how you're living. That's how it came off to me. Yeah. 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 And it's in, in these weird ways. What was that uh, HBO Max show about the end of the world and shit? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't watched it. It's, 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 Part of the storyline with that shit is that there's like this graphic novel uh, that was made that only like three or four people bought, but it changed the whole history of the shit, you know, Uh, because those three or four people became like really important to the post-apocalyptic world. For me, and I, because I don't know nationally what the storylines for 2022 are, but Uncle Mark is one of the most important characters in 2022 music for me. That's so fire. That's so fire. Shout out to my uncle. For real. That's fire. That's fire. It's something, Kay, it's something about, like, so uh, the Uncle Mark song is amazing, right? And mm-hmm. I think that was one of the things that swung me because you were on a live, Instagram live, with Suede Jury, uh, 
you know, Amani and Gang, and they were like, you got to play, you got to do that Uncle Mark shit. So you play the Uncle Mark. Uh, <laughs> I was like, man, this must be an important song. So I went back, but really it's the shout out on Opulence that is, that kind of changes things, right? Because mm. the Uncle Mark song could be seen by someone not paying enough attention as like, you know, the trials and tribulations of this family, you know? Uh, but then at the end of Opulence, there's like this break, silence, kind of fuzz. And then you come in and you're like, shout out to Uncle Mark, he's a king. Big facts. Big and fact. it was like, it was like, fuck all that shit. This is a great dude. This is a great family. Um, and, and it's all love. And, and uh, that was, to me, that's a really big, important part of the album in, in my mind. Thank you. I appreciate that, for real. I appreciate that. Yeah. For... So, like, go, go ahead. I was going to say, go, do you want to give like a little background of more choices? Like, how did it originate? Like, what was the process of creating this, this album? Um, so, well, I just be writing my music. And uh, basically, like you said, it sounded like I live my life and I write about it. So it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like that. You know, it's like, it's my diary. It's my journal, you feel me? It's just where I live and I reflect, you know what I'm saying? And most of the times the beat tell me what to write, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So um, I have a bunch of shit compiled, you feel me? And sometimes it's like how I'm feeling at the moment and how I'm gonna put this and this and this together, you feel me? There's a lot of songs that didn't make more chores, you know? So um, we'll see where, where that goes. And um, yeah, so it's just like, it's really diary-ish, you know? And I felt mm -hmm. like I said to myself, all right, I'm putting out an album. So I was working real hard and like, you know, making it a cohesive one whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I come from a poetry background. So that's why I like when I write, I, I, I make sure that whatever I'm writing comes full circle, you know, whether Ooh. it's eight bar or a, a whole album, you know what I'm saying? It got to come full circle. That's because I that's what I was gonna say. Like I this this project is very cohesive. And what tips would you give someone who is trying to make like a cohesive project? Because I think that that's really a skill that's really kind of lacking nowadays. Um I don't know, be yourself. Mm -hmm. Be yourself and do what you do and like you know what I mean, put it together how you see fit, you feel me, or how you want to. Don't really listen to, you know what I'm saying? Cause People will try to tell you, like, you know what I mean? Try to scare you, you know what I mean? But if it's your art, it's your art. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. I mean, if people tell you stuff and it makes sense and it works, then yeah, you know what I mean? But or be confident in your shit. And you know what I mean? Or, yeah, I mean, it, it, at the initial stages, it's not, it's not about failing or, or succeeding. It's about improving. Right. Just get your shit off. And, you know what I'm saying? Like... And people would, you know, tell you about your shit or how, or how your shit is. I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me, bro. Like, I remember back in the day, I used to take a long time to finish, like, I would take a minute to finish raps or finish, like, a, a project. And I remember one of my homies told me, he was like, yo, bro, so I'm trying to put a message in, in songs, bro, and just write some rhymes. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. I might go to freestyle, like, and I'm not even trying to put a message in nothing. You feel me? It's just how I write. You know what I'm saying? 
And I honestly, like, it's hard for me to even write, like, just just bar, just bar out, like, I'm this, I'm that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not easy, to be honest. Mm. So, no, like, it seems like with that poetry background and with, like, when you've written, when you've been writing just your whole life like this, um, there comes a point where even when you're trying to be loose and stay loose, your brain naturally structures it. <laughs> For real. Mm. For real. So, like, I think that's the advice, Kay, is, like, if you do it so much that you're, like, like that's just second nature, you know, that's the only, you're going to start structuring and putting things and figure out the storyline of what you do as you do it because you're just that's how you sort you know right right and another thing is too i'm not just a rapper you know what i'm saying like i'm an artist so like i'm a visual artist so like i have to see it you know what i'm saying like it has to be something you know what i'm saying even like i feel like even my some of my arts are, are the stories you know so like that yeah no man it, it's that's the funny thing is that like when you said diary i was like man i've i've heard a lot of album diaries and a lot of them are very sad right or like over there's there's humor that's woven into your voice mm-hmm. of the writing voice right and it's just woven into the stories man like glitz like glitz is not a funny song right not a joke but like the tone near the end of it gets really funny and humorous and there's a there's a real sense of dark humor out it, throughout more chores um from the cover to the first line of the album you know right right yeah i feel like that's just because it's like you know it's real life stuff and what you're gonna pout what you're gonna do you know what i'm saying you know that meme where it's like the kid on the bus is looking out this side of the window and like <laughs> They can't look at the other side of the window. You know, it's it's like that. You know, yep. for real. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You, I mean, and you you make a choice on this one to just celebrate your surroundings, and which mm. which is really, I think that might be. If somebody was like, "What makes this album so unique?" I would probably say that most rap albums have one character in, them, right, like. Um, if you listen to a game album, there's probably two characters in it, the game and Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> after that, it's it's just whatever sports star is, is, is doing really well. So they compare. But it's it's I'm the man, right? But like you you build the entire community. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. album, what, what was the the interlude? The, the uh, uh, there's an interlude where you are just talking, but you're talking as multiple people. Oh, so I mean, I wasn't talking as multiple people. I was just talking as me, just myself. Okay. You feel me? But I was just giving you know shout outs to my to the homies, and that was basically a shout out to everybody who basically had a hand in the project. You know, like had a hand in, and it's you know just sonically like um. Chris, of course, Hajino, um, <laughs> my homie Jen, Virginia Bon Home. She's like, that's like, she's like my art mentor, you know? So a lot of times when I pull up on her, 
Like she just, we just have great conversations. She always called me her favorite rapper. So, and I credit <laughs> her with helping me find my rap voice for real. Oh, wow. That's right. Because awesome. mm-hmm. like back in the day, a lot of people told me like, like, like I was a part of a collective and they was used to be like, yo, your, your the pen is elite, but like you sound boring. You feel me? And like, I used to like, I used to try to get shit done. Like, you know, so I used to try, I used to write rhymes and then after writing, I would just record it. You feel me? And then send it to them. Like, yo, you sound like you dead ass reading off a of paper. You feel me? Mm. So yeah, I was chilling with Jen and she was like, yo, bro, you guy needs embrace that. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, yo, look at White Clef. You see how White Clef like incorporates his Haitian, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she dropped that heavy jewel on me and yeah, like where? But she was a part of plenty of the Zoom calls and stuff like with this album, son. So yeah, I credit her a lot. I shouted her out, shouted out um Jesse Raxon, of course, um Samara Truth and Tina were my sis. Man, yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah, I think it's New Buildersy that that was the the skit I was thinking about. But oh, New Build, oh, New Buildersy was a song. New Buildersy was, was a song. song. Yeah, it was. But that mm-hmm. and and it's just like this feverish explanation of of all these people um, mm. that you know and that have helped you, um, and so like you you really do feel the community on this album. The people that have helped you, people in your family, people in your circle. Um, mm. It's like entering a world instead of listening to a rap album. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Word. Thank you. And yeah, new Build a Sea. So Build a Sea Park, that's where we hung. So Build a Sea, Isaac Build a Sea, Isaac, IS68. That was my um, junior high school. And that park is where um, we used to hang out at and stuff. And, um, you know, young, young, young boy shit, you know, sometimes. <laughs> get into wolf packs and stuff like that and that was the park where you know a lot some things went down and stuff but um the park recently got a makeover and it's um it looks new so it's um it's a little bit less basketball hoops but it's way more beautiful it's way more beautiful and it's um it's more activities in the park for kids to do so that was just a reflection on you know the park that's awesome Mm. that's awesome I mean, and that's part of, okay, I think that's part of what makes this, this writing so good is that like, and we talked about, we talked about this, in, we had last an episode a couple of what episodes ago about uh, the best first songs on an album. Yeah. And I talked about PS4 uh, mm. because I was like, the, the first, you know, that image of, of hiding it in the PS4 box so that, you know, the cleaning is spontaneous and all that. Like, it puts you right in that world immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's well, like a specific detailed image that makes it a universal journey in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What made you choose PS4 Box to, to start the album off of? I feel like that's a good question. Um... I don't know. I knew I knew as soon as I made that song, I knew that was just an intro. I just knew it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like putting these songs together, I feel like it just introduces the world, you know? Like it starts off in my room. You know what I'm saying? Then it could go outside from there, you know, and mm-hmm. it comes outside and you know, kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's beautiful. It's almost like like a camera starting on on a little image and then expanding out. Yeah. Uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna start here, and then we're gonna get to the this bigger world. That's awesome. Thank you. Did you know when you made it that it, you're like that shit's first, or was it later on in the process? So. I knew it was a first song. I didn't know. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't making more chores then. When I when I when I oh. that was actually like shortly, or shortly after Trumpets time for real. Like basically, I just released Trumpets, and mm. this is like probably like a little after the release show. I just woke up one day, and I was just playing that Hajino beat, and yeah. Mm. No, we gotta we gotta talk about the production because they so the, the copy I got from Gay, it was just I just loaded it. I don't think it had production credits, so I was just banging the shit. So I was looking at I was, I was like, damn, these so it's just interesting to me which songs were done by which people and what they brought to it. Uh so Hajino, Christus Christa Castro, you know, Jesse Raxon. How would you describe what their sounds bring to to the legs of the project all right so to keep it real um chris and hajino they're like they like my hub you know what i'm saying like that's like the big three you feel me yeah. and um i always had a strong relationship with jesse raxon because like that was kind of like one of the first people i met in this community and um i always thought his beats was fire so um I just knew from his sound that I could like bring him in on this one, kind of. You know what I mean, but it's like mm -hmm. Chris and Hajino is like they kind of like always did, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to sometimes I'll be trying to, you know, spread out, but it's hard. It's hard. How how would you describe to people who haven't heard the album? How would you describe each of their sounds, and like what did each of their sounds like bring out of you as an artist? Would you say? That's a great question. So, um, so, hmm. all right. I'll be looking at my homies, like, great. Like, they're great people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so to me, I would be saying, like, yo, Hajino is kind of like Madly, in a sense. You know what I'm mm. saying? I'll be saying Chris is kind of like a Pharrell, Kanye is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And... Jesse Raxon, he gave me that, you know, he kind of like a, he's dynamic, you know what I'm saying? He's kind of like a Just Blaze-ish, you know, kind of like, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? But with the, you know what I'm saying? He got a lot to him too, you feel right. me? I don't, you know what I'm saying? But in my head, I kind of be looking at at like kind of archetypes. And um, I don't know, it just, it just be fitting, just like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It just kind of knits perfectly. It just, you know, goes together. Yeah. Well. No, th I was just thinking about the songs, and thinking about your comparison because, like, for the first thing that I that I thought of that I attached was when looking at the track listing, was Hajino's got so much swag, like that those songs have so much swag to them, murderation. Um, you know, like Baba Roots, mm -hmm. you know, like that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. 
I could see where you could where you, why you could ask a question like that. So like, so I guess like off of nature, because I ain't gonna lie, I, be, I have like tons of Hajino beats, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, same with Chris, but it's like, I don't write to all of them. So it's like, I guess it's the ones that I pick, you know, it's like, it be, I guess that's how I'm feeling at the moment, if I'm feeling with the bounce or I don't know, but that's a, I see what I see, I see where you're going with that word. Yeah, the Hajino beats, have so much swag and confidence. Uh, the yeah, the racks and beats are probably the most diverse, right? Like, right. But he, he gives me like, like a light, like a you feel me, like a yep. light feeling. It's kind of like a um, it's a, like a, it's like a soft pastel yellow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Chris. Chris drums is, is heavy, you feel me? So sometimes those, his songs, I'll be having a, you know what I mean? I get, <laughs> you know, kind of dark, you know what I mean? Right, light scrape like, and all that, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah. I like that, ah, uh, see? Uh, oh, I like that, mm-hmm. thank you. See, <laughs> I never really thought about it as the writer, I'm just living it, you know, but to mm-hmm. decipher it like that, I like that. I like y'all questions, y'all questions are fire. No, that's, we would <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 an album that you can kind of get lost in and and, and think about a lot. Okay, um, yeah. so in terms of yeah, and and it's it, it's got so many moods that it makes sense to like it's so diverse in terms of like even Slim Papa, which is like a very cool kind of sexy song, ends with. A family member breaking in to your room <laughs> and fucking your shit up, and you're back to like reality, right? It's just right. Really- that was supposed to be a dream. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be a dream, and my mom just waking me up. Ah, uh, or- so it's it's, awesome. it's interesting. So I, I find it fascinating that you said that a lot of these songs were generated by you know you know just living life, and it was almost like a diary for you. But it seems like the album was also very intentional for you in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, what was your intention with this project? Because I, I have a friend who's actually an art, like he's a musician as well, and we talk about artistic intention all the time. Yep. So I was going a re- I was going through a real healing process at this time, and um, I was I was like, I basically kind of like I had to do the work on myself to just make myself feel better and make myself a better human. You know what I mean? Um, not saying that I was a bad person or anything, but like, you know what I mean? Even if you um go through things like where, you know, say you even feel like you was de- de- dealt, been, um, dealt wrong in a situation, will you be a victim? Are you a loser or are you right. a winner? Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, this was a lot of like, you know, healing, um, a lot of looking at things in a better perspective and, um, you know, stuff like that. That was mm. kind of like mindset with this kind of, you know what I mean? Right. Because I was here. Yeah, I was definitely kind of going through it a little bit. Mm. So this was kind of like you, this album was you kind of just like walking through that and figuring out what was going on. Right. Awesome. Right. So like if you could tell like if you could tell like um how it even starts 
from the PlayStation 4 box and the glitz, and then even how it ends to like um elephants, where it was like, you feel me? Bullets moving backwards. Be careful if they shoot you, you feel me? Right. I was in there and I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? And like, you got to get to it at the root. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you know what I mean? For real. I mean, it, and the thing, so the, the, this episode is going to be like realism through the scope of more chores, right? And realism to me is not, is not a vague term. It's, it's a very specific thing. Realism is kind of what saved my writing personally. You know what I mean? I fell out of writing and realism brought me back in. Um, right. I, I really got in touch with my mission and my mission was real life is the most amazing thing you can deal with. And my job is to make it as amazing as it really is. Right. right. Really, so um, I say this to say realism necessitates two different jobs right you when you're writing the song you have to stay in your own head stay in the moment do the diary thing but once you're done with it you've got to organize reality you've got to show leadership and organize your thoughts into a journey that feels like a real story not just a ramshackle bunch of stuff right so like that's the question is like once you, you stayed in your zone, you kept producing stuff, you were saying the PS4s from a while ago, you're doing stuff now. How, how the process of putting all these together, because this is what 17 songs? I think yep. it's 17. So what 17 songs is not you know not nothing, right? To organize. So right. how that in terms of where things go, where Baba Roots goes versus where mm-hmm. um, versus you know where all this stuff all right so i like that question that's very analytical of you too because um so boom i would say all right so from after slim papa right when i woke up from that dream it goes into beyond belief right with me and chris so Mm -hmm. that song is really like traditional you know Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's not a traditional song, but it's a song about tradition, you know? And um, and in that song, I mentioned like family and even you could look at like pillars too, cause my mother, my mother kind of started off the song with the wake your, like you feel me gonna clean your room and my father ended it, boom, right? And then um, it goes into Baba Roots, right? Um, right after that and Baba Roots, it's kind of low-key about my pop. Not about my pops, but it's just a, a song I was writing with my pops in mind, you know? And um, that's the Baba, you feel me? Like Papa, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the roots, you feel me? So, um, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and right after that, um, Murderation, like, I didn't write those songs thinking about each other um, at all. Um, I wrote Murderation, like I wrote Murderation in like 2020 and um and I think Baba Roots I kind of wrote Baba Roots in 2019 kind of and it's like 
Yeah. And it's like a kind of like pulling things, you know what I mean? Pulling things together. Yeah. And even looking like yeah. plate scrape. I wrote plate scrape in 2014, you know, but the way wobbly goes, like plate scrape just fits right there. You know what I'm saying? Because wobbly, I'm talking about, I'm about to throw up. You feel me? But plate scrape, you got to eat. You know what I'm saying? That sustenance is the cure for that. You know what I mean? So, um, so what's the newest song on, like, what was the song that was created last? Elephant. On, on here. Elephant. Elephant. And what year was that? 2021. 2021. So there was, so there was a seven year gap, like, and this kind of leads into my next question. So there was a seven year gap between 2014 and 2021. How would you say your voice has changed like over, over that time period, time period? Uh, I got more mature. Mm -hmm. I got more mature, but I feel like my style didn't change, you know, but um, my voice, you could say my voice, not like the sound of my voice. Yeah, not the fit. No, no. I mean, you're artistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's still the same message, but I guess the, I guess my my mind is different, you know. So it's like mm -hmm. I learned I learned a lot more, you know. So it's like that. Before I used to think wax stuff was still cool a little bit. You know what I mean? Even mm -hmm. though, even though um. Like, even though I still kind of, I felt like I had some knowledge itself, I would still think like, you know, tough shit is cool. You know what I'm saying? But like right. now, like, I know that shit is just, you know what I mean? Bullshit. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? It's like, right. I'm just, you know, growing up. Mm. And, and you explained it early on in the album. You're just like, look, black on black crime is my least favorite kind of rhyme other than this dope shit, like, I'm not doing any of that shit. Like, I'm not. Right. So, it's just like, this is not that world. If you tried to get it here, you know, go down the street because this is not it. <laughs> right, right. And that's, that's cool, man. The, the, I would, and I, I wrote a column years ago that was, like, about word choice. If you, if you translated it to a skill in basketball, it would be your handle. Mmm. Mmm. And like, as you get older, your handle gets tighter, right? You're like, you, it's not that you know more words. It's that you like, you know what words you can cut out. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm yeah, I want you to, I'd be interested. I think that's why I was just before you said that Elephants was the last song. I was like, I feel like Elephants explains this whole album. I feel Back. like if you listen to Elephants, you'll know what this album's about. Back. Yeah. It, it, the whole, like, you know, I had to grow up and learn to talk less and listen more. That's like the thesis of the entire album. Right. Yeah. You know, listen to your ancestors, listen to your family, listen to the people who love you. Um, right. And even you know, listen to that don't love you, but just yeah. listen. You right. be good way right. to put it now. Like be proudly become a product of your environment, right? Or like, right. you know, don't try and duck it. Like, but the, be aware. Be aware. Yep. You know. That's mm. it. Yeah, it's and Kay was gonna say that the weird thing about this album 
that like it's one of those it's the trait it's one of the traits of a top top tier album right uh is the there's like what do we what do you call it's there's this these contrasting songs right that are right next to each other contrasting in mood right this mm-hmm. this one's sexy this one's sad this one's a joke this is like a two minute and 41 second joke skit uh <laughs> <laughs> where you're in the background trying to ease them off the homeless people's slander there's there's like all these contradictory seemingly contradictory contrasting right contrasting moods right next to each other that become an entirely unified journey by the mm-hmm. end the the contrasting the constant contrasting becomes a rhythm it becomes mm-hmm. some sort of rhythm and you're just like i get this i get this groove i'm, I'm in this mm. that experience k or am i making that up no and i i think you i think you got, you're on to something and i i think it's because of you know the production is so that that kind of leads into the next question like how coordinated was the production between uh you know hajina hajino uh krista castro and jesse raxon um because i feel like that kind of ties into what dan was saying and would kind of explain a little bit of what he was he was getting at so Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, like, hmm, how can I explain this? Hmm, that's a great question, because kind of got me stumped right now. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just have beats laying around and you're just using them, but sometimes right. people are involved and are like... Right hearing drafts and are recommending right. so right so um all right so i could say for sure with like the skit right the jesse raskin shit i don't even i don't even like to say it's a skit because to me that's a song you know what i mean but, but so with that one it's like we like we had like three beats we was choosing from so he could talk so he could talk some shit over um but kind of like see how we're on zoom right here we was on Zoom and we was in person too. So it kind of was like, all right, boom. We sandwiched them. You feel me? Like, mm, nah, we kind of actually felt it. We felt it out. We felt it out. I don't want to give too much of my formula, but yeah. Right. Felt- <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. No, it's, right. it's great, man. The, uh, no, it, it's, it's a, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting album. What do you, how has the response been from people? Have this because you've had a crazy February. Everyone's kind of writing about this at the same time. It's just so crazy because this is the first project that uh, I've, I ever got like written about. So and then and then it's been written about so much, and it's like it's, it's dope. I love it. I love it. Um, like for my first two projects, it got some attention, but it didn't. It didn't, it didn't really get the attention of writers and stuff. You feel me? Yeah. But I guess I could um gotta shout out to Gang Gang Grizzly for that for real. Word word. But, was, um, was... Word. I felt like it was always there, but it's like you know now it's getting the attention. But it's I feel like it came at the perfect time though. You feel me? Because I still have to 
mature and you know what I'm saying? I had to get, I had to get here. Every, like the timing is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a lot the best of matters. You know what I'm saying? So, for real. Yeah. No, I, I will say like it, it. It's it's interesting to to see it because do you think on some level, it gang definitely helps knowing the right people to send to, but. The fact that the, that like if you've never heard Lord Queso before, more chores can give you exactly what you need. That it is kind of complete. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what it is. Yeah. Facts. I feel so too. I feel so too. Right. How how would you contrast? So you said trumpets was your first project. How would you compare trumpets to more choices? Okay. So um. Because the, right. the, the production was handled by both, both of them, the production was handled by the same people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the same way. Like, it's, those are the homies, you know? So, like, those are the beats I write to. And, like, those, those I'll say those, like, some of my best friends, they are my best friends, you know? They're my brothers. And um, at that time, one of my young homies had passed away. He had died. So, um. And I'm not gonna front. So, all right, my first first project was Purple Dino Half Price, and then I just listening to that today. Yep. Oh, nice, nice. That was actually written from 2012 to 2015 ish span. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's when I was working at Barney's and stuff. And um, it was some people that I was hanging around that kind of was trying to tell me like I I should switch my style up and stuff like that. And I'm not gonna front it kind of discouraged me a little bit and I kind of stopped making music. And then when the young homie died, I I had to write, you know what I'm saying? I had to write. That's how Trumpets came. And um, the production, I would say the production with that, yeah, it's just the homie. So we just, that's the beats, you feel me? So, right, that is what it is. That's interesting. Do you think there's a, you think some of this is timing that like people are ready to hear you now? <laughs> like the market is like open for you in a way that it just wasn't? Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because um my neighborhood as well. Like my neighborhood is kind of like popular now, you know? And um I'm kind of like a sore thumb if you musically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I like it. It is because it's almost like, um, you know, back in the day, like when I was a kid, high school was all clicks, right? The goth people are over here, the skateboarders are over here, the jocks are over here. And like nowadays, it's a little more broken up, right? Than that, right. Uh, where the people are, and music is like that too. If I talk to younger people, they'll throw anything on and check it out, you know? Like, right. They're not like, listen to that shit. You know, they don't have that kind of... So, yeah, it's just different. I think a lot of those models that you're supposed to fall into don't apply anymore, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. But it's it's great. And there's no way we're 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 gonna be done with this without talking about Samira Truth. Oh, my Lord. I love that verse on digital. That shit is amazing. Yeah, she killed that. She killed oh, that. Oh, 
Chichota. What was it like to get that? What was it like to to get that and listen to that? I ain't gonna front. Um, when I wrote digital, I'm like, yeah, this shit is crazy. I'm like, yep. this shit is crazy. This I shit is crazy. It. Like, I need a spitter on this. Like, I need a spitter. So I'm like, hmm. And then I, I, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I'm here, like, the kind of voice pitch I could hear, like, I would want to compliment mine on the beat was, you know, so I kind of had to reach out. I had, I had to reach out. Oh. At, at some point, Kay, we're going to have a Samira Truth episode where we just do the, you know, I got bands for the moon landing and Mira and just all that shit. That's the fire project right there. <laughs> both of them. I, both of them. It's I got bands for the moon landing, I think, got more love uh, because it has an amazing cover, but I think... Mira has been the one I listen to the most. I I, mm. I love, I, but she's unbelievable. Uh, oh. so, yeah, shout out to that. She killed on this project. Any any other uh, guest verses that grabbed you, Kay? Uh, let's see. So there's Samara Truth. Um, I mean, he, the the guest. The, so you had Tana featuring Tana. And then Jesse Raxon, it looks like did a guest verse, and Chris De, Chris De Castro as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think they were also. I think they all. I don't think anyone necessarily like stood out to me per se, but I think they all fit really well. You know, all of all of the voices, and it was interesting that you said that how you picked you know Samara Truth to be on the song. Uh, because you liked you, you felt like the texture of her voice or how her voice sounded would sound good on that track. Is that is that what you said? Is that what you? Yeah. 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 And so I could hear that how you would do that, how that would happen for the other guest verses as well, because they all fit in really well where they're at. Right. Nothing right. sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of like analytical with that. Like that's why I really don't. That's a reason why I really don't have like features like that um i'm not gonna lie um all right like chris like his feature it was it was perfect like it was perfect perfect like like he kind of actually started that song first you feel me and i kind of and i kind of got on that you know what i'm saying but i feel like his feature was perfect like perfect and um i'm i ain't gonna lie i i like I honestly wanted to have John Monte on this album as a feature, right? But the way I was so analytical, it's like, all right, how can I, you know what I'm saying? How can I make it weave and fit? Like, you know what I mean? So cohesive and perfect, you know what I'm saying? But I still got to I still got to get that feature. <laughs> you feel me? But, but I mean, if, I, if there's a, if there's a Slim Papa sequel, then maybe, maybe that would be the way. Right. They'll probably, ooh, ooh. <laughs> maybe, maybe, word. That's one of my favorite rappers and homies too, word. Oh, John Monte. There's nobody's brain that is like John Monte's brain. True. Uh, I listen to Pop and Zip all the time. Just that last <laughs> song on the Sun of Gold shit is wild. Um, Son. Crazy. Uh, but, it, but yeah, that would be, that would be unbelievable. But you... It, you really were telling the story here. My secondary award goes to Jesse Raxon. I hate 
the kind of skits the cabin, but it's just so good. I never skip it. The rattling of the chain. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it it's necessary levity in the journey to be like we just hang out and talk shit sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really cool. Right. Yeah, it's exactly that for real. It's exactly that. No, it's uh, but yeah, everybody's been been repping the project, uh, and that's. I mean, is there, is there like merch that's gonna happen with this associated with the? Oh. Yeah, I'm just quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just quiet. Like this, um, I'm an artist, so I have, I have some, I have some good stuff coming. Definitely have some good stuff. For all handmade, you know what I'm saying. Crazy. So. You haven't seen that, Kay? If you go on, he has a Lord Queso also has a, an art account that is just him, his art. Oh, you want to shout that out? What is that? You have, I'm guessing, an IG. You have an IG account. What's your, right. yeah, shout out for the. So, oh. our regular Instagram is Lord Queso, and for the art, it's just Lord Queso Art. Yep. And boom. Yep. No, it's, it's really good stuff. Really good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I got some. I got some heat. I have some real good, and it's everything court. All right, I wanna. Hmm. All right, so I got a book. I got a book coming, and it. I I made a art piece for each song. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be really fire. That is awesome. Which it reminds me, Kay. Episode 100, we're going to unveil it. I paid an artist, Lord Queso, to do a wonderful image uh, to celebrate our 100th episode. Nice. Specific to State of the Game. It's on one panel from a comic book. Uh, Let's see if I can find the name. It It was like an independent comic book uh, oh here it is prince of cats there it is yep check out prince of cats to study up for next week aha yeah. hey, i've not seen it it is as far as i know uh, yeah i haven't seen it no it's fun. it's it's loaded it's it's beautiful so i'm excited excited to see it Dope. Right. Oh yeah, and I am. I'm checking out your art page now. It's like really, I really like it, man. It's really dope. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's some stuff up there. Most stuff I don't, I don't really. You know what I mean? I don't really put most stuff up there. But I'm. I gotta start. I gotta. I gotta show that page more attention. Definitely gotta show that page more attention. So would you say you were? Did you explore the music side first or the visual art side first? Would you say? So all right. I would say, all right, so from a kid, like at like five and four and shit like that, I definitely was on the visual arts, heavy <laughs> on the visual mm-hmm. arts more, just really drawing, just trying to draw everything, like all my books, like the cartoon books and stuff, I used to just try to just draw everything and like Power Rangers and DBZ and like Bernstein Bears and like Pokemon and shit like that. And, um, and then growing up, like, all right, boom. When I got to junior high school, 
when I got to junior high school. <laughs> so when I got to junior high school in Bildersee, like, I'm not going to lie. Um, I seen some things. I was like, okay, whoa, I got to kind of stop playing with toys. I got to kind of like, you know, kind of put these type of stuff to the side and try to, you know, a little tougher to like, you know what I'm saying? The environment. And um, I kind of like stopped drawing after that. And that was like, what? Like 2001. And then um, when I got to, all right, so remember when I said I um, I kind of got discouraged from rhyming a little bit? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's when I kind of picked it back up because um, I was playing around, like I was working at Whole Foods at the time and I was the juice man. And it was like, it was a, that line was empty. It was like really nobody there. So this girl was, um, she was drawing out register tape and like writing her name on it, like just playing around. So I was just joking. I'm like, oh, you do graffiti? And she was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you do a little damn graffiti, get out of here, right? So I'm like, I drew out some tape. I'm like, let me see something. Like, a little something, one, two. She was like, oh, no, that's fire. Da, da, da. So I'm like, what's your light? So I freaking, <laughs> I, um, I took <laughs> I took some of the, um, some of the, like the, we had like some, some, sanitation like sandy wipes and shit so um i took the uh, empty one and i just started wilding on the on the um on the cardboard and then after work i just went home got some like after work i went to staples got some like markers and shit like that sort of going going in in a book and i just yeah just, it, it came it kind of came back and would you say would you say any of like the skills that you learned as a visual artist and you developed like drawing, has any of that translated to like how you make the music? Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as like being more aware with like textures and colors and like, you know, um, cause like, vi- like visually, you could like you could hear when the song sounds warm, right? And like they have warm colors as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's kind of like that. And I, you know, I, I like to paint pictures. So right. like musically, or kind of you know, right that way. Yeah. Um, so warm. And the album can be a picture with these tracks being parts of the picture that create the whole. It, it does feel connected in the sense that like like you being on this mission to trust your skills and instincts right somebody says you're you're good at this visual art you're like all right let me try it and you just dive right in you know um don't like time is important right so if you don't waste your time by not pursuing shit that you're good at if it's <laughs> if it's dope fucking do it you know um, right, right. yeah so that's awesome right. the, uh, the, the other thing that was really interesting was near the end of the album there's like a shout out to Amani and an unknown infinite and yeah I was that's thinking a- about that connection man. I was thinking about the why is this why is this album so perfect for PTP hmm Mm. 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 damn i didn't even think about that connection right there for real honestly i just i was just writing 
I was just writing when I when I thought about that line. And um because like all right, boom, it's a book. Um I don't even know if I should. So it's a it's a book. It's a, it's a great book. It's a great book. It's an Islamic book um, by the Imam al-Ghazali called The 99 Beautiful Names of God or The 99 Beautiful Names of Allah, right? So um, where I said, in my lane is where you find me, say my name like Ghazali, right? Because it breaks down in each name the archetypes of God. Um, say my name like Ghazali. Um, I'll be infinite like Amani, right? Like Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, it just, it just, yeah, just, or just writing, just went together. That's awesome. But it, it, I didn't didn't really think of that. I didn't think about with the fit and PTP. I really didn't think of that for real. But it, it, yeah, it just goes along with something me and Kay talked about was like these, and we were talking about uh, Amani and Navy Blue, and like there's these young New York like avant-garde hip-hop dudes that are like very put together, very like focused. And we were calling them like the young Jedi, right? Akai mm-hmm. Solo, you know, it, it, Amani, it just like, those are like the young Jedi. They're like laser focused on their vision. They don't, you know, the, everything they say means some shit to them, right? Like it's not so it kind of makes sense for you to be with, with the young Jedi on that label. Mm, mm, thank you. Thank you. That's fine. That's fine. Like a Jedi council. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let's say iron sharpens iron. Like have you, when you were creating this album, did you go to any other albums for inspiration or anything? Was there anything that kind of influenced you? Like it'd be little elements of little of certain things, like um, like for instance, the um, like in my in the intro, in the intro, how it's just like it's the, and it just like slowly just trickles into PS4 box. Like I kind of drew inspiration for that from um, Buster Rhymes' first album with um at the ending of um um before like before um Wuha, the yeah, ending yeah. of the, um, abandoned ship the, yeah the ending of abandoned ship and the transition from abandoned ship into Wuha. i just you feel me that they yeah, that mm-hmm. was what I, kind of and like um Abandoned ship is six minutes and two seconds. Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I just got fast forward to the end. <laughs> yeah, abandoned ship was crazy though. But um, but yeah, that transition, yeah, that that was my inspiration for the intro for sure. Um, I'm not gonna front. Um, like yeah. that. So you just like you just listen to music and then some some moment music there are musical moments that really resonate with you that. Right, I like that. Right, but it wasn't like, way to put it. It wasn't like I went to a, to that to like nah. Right, like it was just a yeah. thought because I always liked that from like forever. You know what I'm saying? It was just always one of my favorite things in music. Mm-hmm. That tradition. You know what I'm saying? So it was like 
now I want something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it was never like a like a sitting down being like, this is my Cuban links. And you know, it wasn't any shit like that. It was like picking up moves from different places and being like, oh, I like that. Right. I, I mean, I'm gonna do my version of that move. Uh, and that's so that's a different thing. And that's why this album feels so identifiably yours, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, and I talked about this on the on the Man Can't Breakdown, where I was like, this isn't necessarily a like Spotify playlist album or like you know big big singles thing, but boy, this is yours, and the people that connect with it are going to know your name. Ah, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. That's how I'm, I'm feeling about it. We, Kay, what did you, what did you learn listening to? What did, what did you have in terms of reactions over time listening to? It? I, I mean, I, I liked, I, lo- I loved the, the energy of it. You know, what I mean, it's, it wasn't, it, it was intentional. But at the same time, it wasn't intentional. Like you weren't, you weren't going out to make like, okay, this is I'm gonna make this type of song, or I'm gonna make this song so that you know it accomplishes this. It just felt very natural, very organic. Like, and to me, it makes sense that you said you were a poet because that it is very like poetic. Yeah. In a lot of ways that I feel like music now, like I feel like a lot of music is really just manufactured nowadays. And so I I would say I I liked the organic approach to it. Yeah. Thank you for all. Appreciate it. It's not a a lyrical face tattoo of a situation. (laughs) (laughs) Word. Word. Yep. The uh, the face tattoo people are going to come for me. That's like... (laughs) I think I'm okay with it, um, but no, it's it's yeah. I, th- I think it's it's an interesting. It, it's an album that continues to teach me stuff, right? Um, because I think it's because of how little how little unnatural ego there is, you know. Mm-hmm. And I compared it in the breakdown to a Spike Lee movie, you know, where like the old Spike Lee movies. Every where you, the whole community's there, and you can hear their voices the whole album, uh, and so it's not just your album; it's also Uncle Mark's album. It's also, you know, your your family's album, and uh, and I'm just not used to it. And it's so when you when you, even when you start talking, there's there's moments that could have been classic hip hop moments. That are made a lot more complicated, right? Like what is no, I just realized today that Nuff Love Regardless is a cold ass song. <laughs> cold <laughs> ass song. <laughs> Listen to that shit like, oh shit. Like that shit hard. No, like, regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just love. You know what I'm saying? I'm sending it with love. I'm not. You know, I don't want to be mean, bro, but you know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> cool, but it's but it's, <laughs> it's made different because of the journey you went before and after, right? Like you're like, 
I'm trying to be a better person, but this shit is not clicking. <laughs> like it can't keep going, you know. Like um, it's such an interesting thing. Um, so yeah, I just I love that I keep discovering new feelings, new textures, new designs within it. I think. No, nah, thank you. Well, and the other thing Kay I would say about this album is mm-hmm. it doesn't like one of the reasons that philosophy was easy for me. People were like, why do you study philosophy? It's easy. They're just taking something that's basic and making it sound complicated. A lot of the time. So all I have to do is decode the wording and I'm there. <laughs> and so yeah. this is kind of the opposite where mm. Queso's never tricking you or anything. But the totality of it, uh, of the themes, really is like, wow, we really went through some shit by track 17. I like that word. Nope. So that's, that's my jam. You, Kay, you have any final thoughts on this? No, I mean, I think we covered it. Word. I'm glad I got to share it because I think this is... Some, this is an album I will likely be checking in with, talking about throughout the year. So um, it's one of those deals. And I think I think G- Gang knows that that's why he says this shit to me because he, he knows if I get excited about it, I'm, I'm going to be yelling about it all fucking time. <laughs> this shit is what it is. Um, so let's, you ready? Recommendation corner, Kay? Yeah, let's go. Do it. So I just want to shout out because one of the really like one of my favorite Chicago people, uh, Solar Five, he's releasing an album on March 25th called Memento Mori. And, and it's produced by Iceberg Theory. So Iceberg Theory has become a really quite, quite good producer. Um, it's weird when a lyricist starts making their own beats and then becomes just a great producer. That's strange. Um, <laughs> like, what? And this? Oh. Um, so, and, and Iceberg is one of those people who's naturally listening to everybody. Everybody. That's um, dope. And put me on shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I discovered Teller Banks from Nebraska from a feature on an Iceberg Theory album. And I was like, who is this guy, Iceberg? He's like the best rapper in the world. Like, he was just like, so, so he, he puts on for people he loves. Uh, so he just really takes the shit seriously. So him teaming up with Solar Five is great. Solar Five is also a really important producer who produced Mick Jenkins, you know, uh, The Waters. Like, Mm. big deal. So he could have produced it as damn self, but uh, it's just a great mixture, and the singles are ill. Uh, He has that thing. Solar 5 has that thing that Chicago bounce to his flow. He can be saying the darkest, saddest shit you've ever heard in your life. But there's also like dark humor in there, weird jokes woven in. Um, and it also bounces all the way through. So you're head bopping while you're depressed. It's awesome. Mm. I'm a big fan. Um, so oh. 
Yeah, Memento Mori. I I think Solar Five is dope. I'm going to try and and get with him and, and talk to him. But um, Chicago's been killing it, so we got to shout out everybody working out there. Awesome. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are you listening to right now? What are you What are you bumping? I ain't gonna lie, I'm bumping. Um, so Dunce Cap and Hajino released a project recently. That's crazy. That shit is crazy. So I've been heavy, heavy on that. And I just got the um the Sharif and Lone Sword. Sharif and Lone Sword, they just released something today. Oh my gosh. Yes. Now so it's called yeah. Cyber Society? Cyber City Society? Cyber there? City Society is back. Yeah. We, we I was I would suggest Kay finding that now. Okay. To it because Sharif, I talked to Sharif about this before, man. I, I love Sharif. He's one of the smartest people. Crazy. And Sharif does that thing so few people do. He spits every bar in a different tone of fucking voice. Every fucking bar he says sounds different vocally. And it's deep as shit. It's one, it's like um, I was talking to him and I said it's a, he. The only person I could compare his flow to would be I Self Divine. I don't even know what that is. I Self Divine is kind of like a Minnesota legend with the mm-hmm. Rhyme Sayer shit, Micronauts, mm-hmm. you know. But what I Self Divine will do is spit a very concise, short bar that's deep by itself, then follow it by another one that makes the first one even deeper. But mm. it's very few words. And that's what fat boy sharif does sharif can give you a a line with heavy images that you're like wow that's crazy and then you hear the next one and you're like shit they they connect and it's it's even deeper it's like he's that way so you got to live with his shit for a while right for real for real for real still fucking with like the gandhi shit you know yeah for real yeah and the lone sword think about this shit it's so tense. Crazy. So tense. Crazy. That shit is crazy. Oh my God. That shit was, that was like one of my favorite 2021 albums. Yep. That shit is crazy. OD. Yep. OD. Yep. No, it's, it's, Sharif is a smart, smart dude. And you can just buy his shit and not worry about it because it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just not, he's got, he's working with all kinds of ill people all the time. Uh, great, yeah, great year for shit. So, I, I told him, Kay, he's got to come on the show, and because Sharif has this like encyclopedic knowledge of underground shit, he's got to bring the weirdest shit possible to us, <laughs> so that we can just really be like, "Wow, this is crazy." Um, yeah, love that for real. And and you gotta and you gotta big up on um, lungs too. I mean, Lone Sword. Oh, oh. Yeah. That was the I told Gang about this. Gang did our year end show uh like last year, and I was like, you guys were spitting like the whole everybody associated with PTP <laughs> was barring out, going crazy, you know, lungs, the lone sword, he was sending me all that shit. I was like, God damn, like they're just wrapping their ass up. This is not. There's nothing cute happening here. Like this is, 
No, nah, for uh, real. For real. Because I think that when you get into the thoughtful end of like, I'm not shooting people in these verses, I'm not dealing, people are then thinking that you're going to be cute. Right, that you're gonna do like thrift shop, you know? What was that? There was a description. Was that do you remember when Common went on Dave Chappelle's show? And he did the food. Yes. He said that wasn't the original background, doing it in the kitchen. Mm. He said originally. <laughs> he said they had. It was very earthy. It was very organic. <laughs> they had yeah. him. Uh, yeah, it was in a rock. It was in a rock. They had him on a, on a carpet or in front of a fucking fireplace or something. At that time, yeah, it wouldn't have got the same appeal. Appeal <laughs> to some, but not the majority. And he was like, "Nah, no, nah, we're doing it in the kitchen." I was, but sometimes I hear Common's voice, like sadly being like, "It was, it was very earthy." It was, it was, <laughs> It's like him, he's just sad. He's just like, everybody thinks I'm this dude and I hate this, you know? Um, <laughs> but I'm just Lonnie, goddammit. Anyway, so the, but yeah, no, check all those cats, uh, you know, follow all those cats, man. Lungs, Lone Swords, Nims, check, check all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going yeah. bananas. All of them. All of them. Yeah. All of them fire. With the money. So, Hey, do you have any uh, any recommendations? Oh no, I mean music wise, no. I've just been uh, actually the union, the genius documentary. I finished all three parts. Oh, I thought oh, that was really. Where I gotta see the last one? Yeah, I thought it, the last one is. I thought it was very very compelling. The whole story, all three parts together, uh, just told a really compelling story. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's all I would recommend. But I I did hear that Currency and Alchemist released a project. Yeah, it's good. Re- I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that out yet? I gotta check that out. I, I gotta check. Out. That's I haven't heard it yet, but I I did I hear about it today, so I gotta check that out. So maybe I dig it. People people did the whole like it's not covert coup thing. Put that shit out of your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's different. They're different. It's dope. It, it's really dope. Um, okay. But it, yeah, I would say that I had an embarrassing thing that happened to me, Kay. All right. So I was on the, I was on a Discord chat. Somebody announced that Epic Games is buying Bandcamp. The people who yeah. Minecraft and all that shit, right? I type in response, hmm, is that good or bad? Question mark. Said, well, the autocorrect changed hmm to mommy. <laughs> So that shit said, Mommy, is it good or bad? <laughs> Dang. Dang. Honestly, I just left it and took the L. I just left right. it. I was like, Fuck. You know, I'm not going to, well, you know, if I try <laughs> to explain that shit again, but how does him become Mommy? I'm like, I'm wondering myself. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's fascinating. I wonder why they would buy Bandcamp. Uh, I mean, Bandcamp is. is they got their stock up and all that, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, we all worry that, like, you know, Comixology got bought by Amazon, and they were like, we're going to leave it alone, and they just shredded it, you know? Um, mm. So we're all worried about what's going to happen in the future, but I don't know. Right. Epic Games put out a statement saying they're all nice fellows, and they're going to do great stuff. 
I mean, I, I, I hope it goes good. Yeah, that's all we can do. We're... Yep. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, the, um, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you coming on, Queso. This Absolutely, was- man. Thank you for having me, for real. Or... Yep. Enjoy, enjoy yourself some Ben Simmons out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 a Nick fan, hard body Nick fan. So oh. the New Jersey Nets, the New Jersey Nets, they are, <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> yep, oh. my son loves Obi Toppin. We we big up Obi. Yep, free Obi man. Let him play. Let that man play. Free Obi. Free Obi. <laughs> free Cam. Free Deuce. <laughs> For real. That, get no, right we, out, Get tips out of here, and yeah, that's it. Whew. Yeah, uh, right. you'll never play young people with tips. The uh, <laughs> I don't. But I don't. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll follow Lord Queso Bandcamp, follow the Instagram, uh, follow him on Twitter, Lord Queso. You'll figure it out. Uh, what, what? What? No, your Twitter handle is different. It's oh, my like, Twitter, Chef Water Slice at Chef Water Slice. Yeah, I'm uh, not really, I'm not really that heavy on Twitter because, like, yeah, I don't want, I don't, I don't like saying too much sometimes. So. <laughs> I don't want to, you know what I mean? Instagram makes sense. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Follow me on TikTok. I cut up some really good stuff from last week's episode, threw it up on TikTok, okay? Uh, so, yeah. Having fun. Having fun with it. So, right. we will right. stay in contact, man. Appreciate right. it. Peace.